Philly Sports, Love and Pain. I'm Dave, and that's not Kenny. Believe it or not. This, this week we have a special guest since since Kenny's big head is over in uh over in Maui. We got special guest and not not new to the pod. Uh Jason, welcome. Thanks. Did you see that picture of Kenny today, by the way? I did. Oh my god. It's like the best day of his life today. Everybody should go check him out. Yeah, dude. Kenny is having the time of his life in Hawaii, which listen, I, I've never been to Hawaii, but I would imagine it's not too hard to have the time of your life in Hawaii. So yeah. Agreed. He's uh he's living it up. He's like standing in front of this huge waterfall. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty epic. The other day he sent me a video. He's like jumping off of a fucking cliff. He lost his Apple Watch in the fucking water. Crazy worth shit. It. We're totally worth it. Totally worth it. But listen, it's finally here, dude. It's finally here. It's Super again, Bowl week. Again. Again. And this one feels different. Uh yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Go ahead. Let's go. So, so for me, it's weird because uh, first of all, I expected them to be here probably, uh, probably like a couple weeks ago, but it was before really, it was before the giants game. I, I felt like they would make the super bowl. And so, so that alone makes it weird, right? Because we're here. I expected to be here. I wasn't like surprised and shocked that they made it here. So that's weird. It makes it feel different. Like last time we were here, it was like, holy shit, we fucking made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was like, how did we get here? <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, yeah, exactly. We went through all the bullshit, you know, and, you know, we made it to the Super Bowl that year. And this year, I was like, we, we're going to the Super Bowl. And now they're here. We've gone to the Super Bowl. So, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. I don't really know if I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what it is. And, and this is maybe this is me spinning it to feel better. <clears throat> um, this is what like when you're a perennial winner. This is what it feels like. You just I mean, this is my third Super Bowl in my lifetime. Yep. Um you know, my dad is 27 years older than me and he has one more than me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, we are, we are lucky. It goes back to a conversation we had in Washington early this year. We are lucky to be in this town with this team at this moment. It's, it's incredible. And and it's, it's even different than, than the, than the first one of our lifetime. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that one even was different. And, Obviously, I guess every season is different, but this Eagles team, I mean, uh, I talked about this with Kenny, you know, like I really feel like this Eagles team might be the best Eagles team of all time. I would say if they, if they win the Super Bowl, I mean, it's a, it's not even, it's probably not even a conversation. Yeah, that's the caveat. If they don't, if they don't win the Super Bowl, then I you really can't even make that argument. Which is right. If they don't shitty. win the Super Bowl, it's almost like they're forget they're like forgettable, which is <laughs> fucked up and not right. But that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> maybe know? we get maybe we get hurts for less money next year. Then <laughs> good point. You know what? You know what's incredible though. <clears throat> you know. So speaking of hurts, and we'll go. We'll just kind of like take it. We have no roadmap. I I did this on purpose. I talked to Jay before the podcast and he was like, we're just going to go. I'm like, we're just going to go. Cause I don't yeah. know what he wants to talk about. He doesn't know what I want to talk about, but it makes it better. So with Hertz, right? I saw something. I think it was actually today. 
I saw a graphic that someone put out on Twitter and whatever. I could put a graphic out on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. But this thing had, it said that ranking the top 10 players in the Super Bowl. And that's hard on its own because I don't know how you compare a quarterback to, you know, a guard, right? But they attempted it. Guess who, (laughs) guess who didn't make the list? Not on the list. Guess who didn't make the list? I know who list. you're talking about. Hertz wasn't on the list. Hertz wasn't on the list. Okay, so listen. <laughs> <laughs> He's an um, MVP candidate, dude. I, I haven't written since we started a minute ago. Look at this. This is Cal, Colin Cowherd did the same thing, right? Oh. <laughs> Nine out of 12 for Colin Cowherd. This guy doesn't have him on the list. This is not, no, not even on the list. He's got, he's got Jason Kelsey as number two, which, okay, whatever. So his list is Mahomes, Kelsey, Kelsey, Jason Travis, Lane Johnson, number four, Chris Jones, number five, Brandon Graham, Creed Humphrey, yeah, AJ that Brown. One, that's <laughs> one. I don't even know that guy. And listen, I probably should, but come on. It's he's a defensive tack. This this list is insane. It's insane. Uh, we have the Eagles probably have two defensive tackles that are better than him. Am I? I think. I, I think that he was just being nice to the Chiefs because he wanted them to have more than two players on the list. Yeah, that's your theory. After I, do, I I really do because I you know you look up and down this roster, man, and say what you want about Hurts and versus Mahomes, like. I know that the big billing all the time, and I always love to argue this, the big billing all the time in a game, especially football, actually any sport, baseball, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Not so much hockey, but like, it's like Mahomes versus Hertz. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, it's not Mahomes versus no, Hertz. It's not. And, and I think as we get into this podcast tonight, we're going to talk about more how it's not Mahomes versus Hurts and Mahomes will not be on the other side of that ball when Hurts is in control. And you know, just the disrespect that is happening is I I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. So I guess you excused the disrespect from 2017 because they didn't have the quarterback. Is that what you're I guess, and that's probably you know, like I don't think that they be. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! What is this? Yeah, no, wait, wait, so wait, wait, wait! Mission. He just hold on a second. Off. You you didn't you didn't do the choo choo. Oh. Choo choo. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh my god! Have fun. Just completely derailed the podcast. You're welcome. It's fine. That's what he does. Kenny, love you. Enjoy Hawaii. That was an epic picture we were talking about you earlier. Thank you. Thank you. Have fun. Right. Birds by right, 17. We'll Bye. Woo! Whoa, right. let's go. Damn, Kenny, Kenny with the derailment. Um, All right, there it is. <laughs> I, to- I totally wasn't expecting I did not know. Um, is that an old link that he used? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Um, so, all right. <laughs> he does this to me all the time, man. Mm-hmm. That's classic Kenny, right? Yeah, there. you thought you were going to get away with it tonight. It <laughs> um, so I just, yeah, and I think what you're talking about, you were talking about the disrespect 
in 2017, which it, it was obviously the mantra, like, no one likes us. We don't care. You know, the whole thing, the underdogs, the, the yeah. dog heads, all that. Sure. But th- that, I think the reason why they were that is because of that, of that situation. You know, no right. one, be- no one believed in them because they lost their starting quarterback. I mean, it was ridiculous what, what Foles came in and did. Right. Mm-hmm. So for everyone to think that they are underdogs, I buy that. This year, they're literally favored in the Super Bowl. Right. Um, I and mean, Hertz is Hertz is being disrespected on every national, every national talk show. Are we just trying to be cool and take the underdog? I, I listen. I yeah. can't figure it out. I don't have a lot of answers. Um, you, I, I want to make sure we get back to it at some point. Um, I, you, you'd mentioned the rosters. Um, this point is really, really interesting. Um, with Mahomes' contract, the Chiefs have had to meet, remake their their roster. The biggest piece, obviously, that that went was Tyreek Hill. Yep. Um, now I'm roughing these stats, so bear with me. That's what we do. I'm not going to have actual numbers for you, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> the number of snaps taken this year by rookies on the chiefs is like double that of the next team. Like they have like 4,500 snaps taken by rookies. It is an insane number compared to the other. Now you can talk about what that means for, you know, the game. There's a lot of things, a lot of roads to go down there from there. But, um, you know, when you look at the rosters, it's really, really hard to yes. Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Travis Kelsey. Um, other than that, I, I'll take the Eagles. <laughs> I, that, th- that's a crazy stat. So, so you're saying that they took that rookies on the chiefs took over 4,000 snaps. They have, they have, they have 13 rookies take snaps this year. There's seven rounds of the draft. That's pretty wild. Yeah. It's not, but that that's is- what you have to do with a big contract. We should really uh, learn from this in the future. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. But like, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, when you have the Mahomes cap hit of 47 million, mm-hmm. basically, um, you know, yeah, you, you need, you need some production from other places and they got it. I mean, Valdez Scantling has actually been pretty productive for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, Juju in, in, in weird spots, productive, right? That's obviously not, a, I'm not talking about rookies, but you know, they have, um, they have weapons. They do. And, you know, another interesting thing that happened before, like, I think it was today, even, um, Hilaire Clyde Edward, Edwards Hilaire was, uh, activated. Uh, I think it was today or yesterday or whatever. And that is, that, that is an interesting development because, you know, if there's one weakness that you could look at over the entire season in the Eagles, it's their rush defense. And, you know, everyone wants to focus and everyone, you know, all the fans anyway, are going to focus on Hertz and Mahomes, Hertz and Mahomes, Hertz and Mahomes. This game could be, this game could be a different type of game. And it could, because especially because of Mahomes's condition, 
Mahomes isn't a hundred percent. I don't care what he's doing. He could be sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber every day. I don't. I don't care. He's not going to be a hundred. There's no way. So it's interesting to me that Hilaire is back, and and the and the timing is interesting to me. And you know, I think that I think that we're going to see them try to run the ball. I really do. I could see that. What I think we're definitely going to see, and this is where you and I might disagree. Mm-hmm. is I think you're going to see a lot of points from both teams. Um, mm. I I think Clyde Edwards-Lair is one thing, and that, I mean, that could just be Andy making an idle threat, really. Could, um, totally could be. Could be a chess uh, move. You, yeah, you mentioned the this run defense. This run defense is a lot better since they've added, you know, two of the biggest guys slash names in the completely middle of the changed, Completely changed the whole look of the defense. Right. So, um, yes. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with that. Um, despite Gannon's, uh, recent tirade before the game last week, which was pretty sweet. And you saw that <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Great. That, that just like instantly made me love him. Like uh-huh. more. Yeah, it was great. Um, despite that, there is some truth to the fact that he has not performed well as a defensive coordinator against top tier quarterbacks. That's going to be part of the story. And if he shuts them down finally, and the Eagles win the Super Bowl, then the guy's a hero. And if he doesn't, I mean, I don't know if he's going to get a head coaching job. Like <laughs> who knows, but I, I agree. And there's no, there's no bigger spot than to prove that you can shut down a, a, a real quarterback. Um, and if there was ever a time when you were going to see a real quarterback with the way that the playoffs worked out this year in the NFC, like you could just see that the, the, the quarterbacks weren't going to be that challenging. You just knew because mm-hmm. the, the, the Tampa Bay was just suspect all year, right? You weren't going to see Tom Brady. Um, He's not even scary at this point. No. Did you see his crotch shot picture? He's fine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you, so like the NFC felt like a walkthrough. Dude, keep me. going on those quarterbacks, right? You so Tom yeah, Brady. you keep going. Dak, are you, are you, are we really scared of him? Like He's throwing three picks a game? No. <laughs> yeah. Something's up with him. I don't know what's wrong with him, but something's wrong. Cowboys are in trouble. <laughs> they are dude, because they're hitched to that wagon. They are For two years, two oh. years. And they didn't start paying him. You know what his cap hit was this year? $19 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. That means all the money's next year and the year after. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, um, Purdy, I listen, I, I, I want to hear, I'm so tired of hearing people say that the Eagles got lucky that Purdy got out of that game because he was going to beat them. Shut the fuck up. You're out of your, you're out of your mind. Dude is decent. He, I don't know if he's caught lightning in a bottle for like nine games and we'll never see him again. I don't know. But he wasn't winning that game. He wasn't it, winning that game. Is it luck when you hit a guy so hard that you dismember his elbow? Directly. That was a perfectly placed swat. It was I mean, beautiful. Yeah. it was perfect. It was perfect. And and that's a dangerous play because his head's there. You're, you have to hit that arm. There is nothing else. And he did. He hit the arm. It was perfect. Right. So, yeah, I. Daniel Jones, no, are, we, are we scared of Daniel Jones? Oh. Like, come on. Like these quarterbacks in this, in this, this year were suspect. Sure. Uh, and, and 
So I felt good about that going in. Like I know I've, I've preached this a lot because I've been on Gannon about it and it is what it is. It's the proof is uh, the stats are the stats. They haven't really beaten a good quarterback and they beat Aaron Rodgers Mostly. They were probably going to beat Aaron Rodgers. I do believe that they would have. He looked so bad that night. I don't he even did. know how much he has left. He did. And he had a, he got hit. He had a fucked up ribs or something. I don't know what it was. He left that game. I think it was his ribs. But this year just felt like they already beat Kirk Cousins. So, like, is Kirk Cousins the bar? You know what I mean? Like, Mahomes is better than Cousins. Like, come on, you know? For the NFC so, playoffs, that was the bar. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is this is his time. And I mean, shit, dude. If they win this game and he shuts down Mahomes, or even shuts down, like, what is shut down? Like, give up less than twenty eight or less than thirty? Like, I, I don't know. Like, if you you win the game, I, it almost doesn't matter how many points they give up. To be honest, if you do enough to win the game, yeah. If if you have the if you have the one stop you need to win. 49, 47, then, you know, then it doesn't matter. You know, the old Brandon Graham strip sack at the end of the game after they gave up 500 passing yards. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I do think though, that that dude, if, if they show up and they beat the chiefs in a, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even know if it has to be, I don't think it has to be a convincing win to, to say that, you know, they achieved something against a, a good quarterback. You, you beat Mahomes on, on Sunday and it's, it's in stone. You did it. And you did it in the biggest stage that that's possible. Can't take so, that away. Sounds a little bit like a conversation we had in 2017, but I digress. It does. <laughs> it, you, can't, you can't do better than beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Well, at this point, you can't do better than beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. No, you really can't. And I mean, the Chiefs are a juggernaut. And for the fact that they're back after paying Mahomes is they've been and they've been there. Like it's it's impressive. It's crazy impressive to to do what they're doing. Um, but what's crazier to me is is the thought that maybe the Eagles could do the same fucking thing. When were we ever, when were we ever poised to possibly have like a three or four year situation? I thought you were going to end the sentence and when were we poised? Because the answer (laughs) to that's pretty much never as well. Um, You're right. uh, Yeah, they are. If, if how we can figure it out and good news folks, uh, how he's pretty good at figuring shit out. He's pretty good. So what do you think? What do you think wins them this game? If so, like if we if we take it from the angle of, like, what's more likely? Is it more likely that the offense has to like perform, have a perfect game in order for them to win, or is it more that more likely that the defense plays a great game and wins it, like? So basically what I'm saying is, do they need, do you see this being, they need 35 or more to win? Or do you see this being, they can win with 20, 24? Uh, no, I don't think they can win with 24. Okay. So I you definitely think, think that this is going to be, okay. So you think it's in there. In there. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I think that you're going to give up points. I, you, you know, you're concerned about Mahomes' leg. I'm not. Um, you know, he beat he beat the the Bengals on the same leg, and that was two two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think the Eagles. Okay, so there's one other piece of this when it comes to the Eagles' offense, and this is where like the rubber meets the road for me. I had this uh, pretty funny uh, experience. We were playing the Cowboys first time at home. And um, <laughs> the guy behind, you know, there was that like dicey period. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So like, I didn't say that. I said this on the last podcast. I don't know. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Anyway, uh, it don't matter. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's this like dicey situation, in the Cowboys game. And this guy behind, I'm like, it's over. Who gives a shit? Like I'm belligerent to some extent. And, uh, you know, the guy's like, dude, are you seeing what's happening on the field in front of you? And I just turned around. I was like, man, you haven't watched. If you are saying that you haven't watched this team this year, this team will punch you in the mouth and punch you in the mouth and punch you in the mouth. And just when you think they're not going to punch you in the mouth again, they'll punch you in the fucking stomach. Like it's fucking over. Um, (laughs) the number of times that this team has played a a 60 minute game this year is very few. And for the most part, it's not because they can't. It's because they just stopped. It's because they don't have to. They don't have to. They, they get that ball. Everybody knows this by now. They get that ball end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, somewhere in that range. They ram it down the other team's throat for eight minutes, nine minutes, 10 minutes, 15 plays, you know, 80 yards. And you look up at the scoreboard and all of a sudden the other team's down by 17 points with six minutes left. And it's like, Oh shit, this game's over. I didn't even realize. it. (laughs) Um, You know, I think that it's going to be very interesting to see what this offense looks like when it has to put together 60 minutes of football. Cause I think it's going to have to. That is, that is a good point. And, and maybe, maybe even more to that point, you know what, because we've seen this too. And Kenny calls it, uh, I think Kenny calls it like getting too big for their britches or whatever it is, but the, the play callers and you know, they, they have had, they have been known to have, pretty long stretches in games where they look lost calling plays and can you afford, can you afford to give up, you know, two drives because you played, you call your play calling was like out of left field bad. Like, I don't know that. And that's another, and that's another to your point. The play calling also has to be on point for an entire game. Most likely. Yeah. Listen, I think I don't disagree with you that that's a big part of winning this game. And they're playing against Andy Reed, who, okay. His scripted plays are better than his, the rest of his game. But if you're not down by 14 points by the end of the first quarter, then you're probably doing all right. According Um, to that, what that leak score had it, had it 10, nothing right after the first quarter. Yeah, the script, the script, the script. <laughs> I can't listen. I, that's one of those things that get shared and I'm like, okay, yes, 
everybody intelligent knows that there's no script. There's a lot of dumb people out here. Stop giving them things to eat. That's true. There are. <laughs> um, anyway. So yeah, I think that, uh, I think it's going to be, Oh, as far as the, as far as the play calling goes, I think you'd be hard pressed to find. There's one or two coaches in the NFL that are on point the whole game. I think what you're looking at a lot of times with the Eagles is the cat and mouse game of figuring out what the other team planned for. And then once they figure that out, it's looked pretty good. Um, you know, the, the, the commanders had them in a pretzel. Uh, you know, I, I, that's a game that I don't know if I can explain. I think most teams have one or two of those a year, but yeah, that one is concerning. Um, it was, but you know what? If you think about even think about that game, like if Quez doesn't have that weird that weird play, they probably win. Well, you know what I say. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, listen, they you know they only lost three games. I, I I'm not. I won't go too hard on it, but you're right. You're you're right. And you know, having a perfect game, like is Andy Reid even gonna have a perfect game? No, because the one time when he needs to call a timeout, he's gonna fuck it up. Or the one time that he needs to challenge a play, he's gonna fuck it up. You know, like he just does that. That's that's we know that. We've we lived it for many, many years, right? I mean um how sweet is that gonna be if if we win because Andy fucks up? God, I saw a poll. I saw a poll today. I think it was probably WIP. I don't know. They always put out some wacky polls, um, but it had something to do with like, you know, does this does this game mean more because because you beat Andy Reid or something like that? And I was like, I don't, I don't really have that animosity toward Andy Reid. I don't, I really don't. I don't know. It doesn't like to me. It doesn't mean more to me if if they beat Andy Reid. I don't think. Can you, can it mean more even if you don't dislike Andy Reid? Like, I love Andy Reid. I guess it can mean more. more, I guess it could mean more in the accomplishment bin because you beat a legendary coach with a rookie or second year head coach. Right. Like, second year quarterback. (laughs) That's a, that's a big accomplishment. (laughs) Um, I could be talked into it, maybe. I think that's how I feel. Uh, I, and listen, there is a, you know, so uh, I was silver lining is way too strong. There's not like a, um, there's not like something that makes you feel better after losing the Super Bowl in this case. But uh, if it's Andy, I like, I like seeing Andy be successful. I'm not going to be mad at it. I mean, it, <laughs> you know, we're not playing Belichick. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, like the, if this, I was just saying to somebody, I don't even know who, but if they if they lose this game, it's gonna suck because it always sucks when you, like if you make it this far and you lose, right? Like I'll never forget how I felt uh, at the first one. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. pretty rough, but I was younger. That's a factor. Um, another factor is that you know this team just feels too good to lose that, like to give that up. And that, I don't know if they'll ever be this good again. There's always that thought every season as a fan, especially you, you go into every season and then at the end of it, you're like, damn, if they're actually good, you're like, can they ever be this good again? 
I don't even know if I've ever said that about more than like a handful of teams ever in my lifetime. And that's, I feel that with this team. Like, I don't know. I mean, they have shit firing right now, man. And if they lose, damn, that would suck. <laughs> um, it's, I have, okay. So the O four team, O four. Yeah. 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 It was O four. Um, the O four team was legitimately dominant, um, in a lot of ways. And they are the only team in my lifetime that compares. Uh, if I'm, I'm not going position by position here, but, uh, you know how I feel about the quarterback. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the wide receivers on a broken leg for that, for that super bowl. Um, the Patriots have our whole playbook in practice plays on video. <laughs> Um, but I can, I can, I can pretty safely say that watching the Eagles this year, their dominance, I don't think I've seen before, even, even, in, even with Oh four, um, like I said, like I was saying it earlier, this team will just punch you until they decide to stop punching you and you don't know where it's coming from. And it's going to, it's going to fucking hurt. Um, and I just don't think I've ever seen that before. Out of a team from here or ever? Uh, no, out of a team from here. Uh, those, those, so the things that come to mind for me, those like greatest show on turf Rams teams. I mean, from an offensive perspective, it's stupid. Nah, they just they remade. Yeah. They've remade the whole NFL. The NFL is what the NFL is today because of the greatest show on turf. Um, yep. you know, Oz here, Keem, Isaac, Bruce, um, the running back. Um, Marshall Falk. Marshall Falk. Um, yeah, that shit was wild. They were winning Super Bowls with Bolger. That was that shit was wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, there are some teams out there. You, I, not in my lifetime, but you know that that '85 Bears defense mm-hmm. was just like we're talking about some of the best units. Okay, so now we are talking about some of the best units ever. Um, right. The Eagles offense is the second best offense in the NFL. Um, okay. Tell me more. They're playing the best. Um, are you saying that because just because of statistics? Well, that's what the statistics say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what drives it all the way home for me is when you lose a player like Tyreek Hill and you are still that Maybe. good. <laughs> It's not about stopping a player. It's about, it is, it's about stopping the quarterback. And that guy is on a different planet, man. It's true. And I, I, I haven't looked this up. I I would wonder if they changed anything about, you know, like his attempts uh, this year versus last year. Um, I would wonder Mm. that because um you would think that they would throw less. I, I think there's no way that they threw less. He's got over 5,000 yards. I, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, I, they lost their running back in the beginning of the season. Now they wound up with a good one coming up, but I don't think if you look at the beginning of the season, I'm sure they were throwing the ball around the yard. 
I'm looking it up right now. So six. So the, in 2000, in 2021, um, they had 675 attempts. And I think I'm pretty sure I saw and attempts doesn't tell the whole story. Like I get it. It's one data point, you know, this year they had uh six fifty one, So yeah. it's less. Close. It's, yeah. it's, it's close, but it's, it's less. And you know, I mean, dude, 5,000 yards and 41 touchdowns. Like that's just, <laughs> yeah, that's out of, that's out of control. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he is the next great quarterback and he will be worth every penny of that deal. Um, the, the question isn't whether that's the case. The question is whether, um, when you pay a guy that much money, they can win a Super Bowl. We haven't seen that yet. So, and that's a, that's, so that's kind of a good point. So that's kind of what I was thinking about too, with this Super Bowl. um, you know, can Mahomes, can the chiefs win after paying a quarterback? And it's like, we're staring that we're staring that right down, right down the gut. And I mean, Hertz is going to get paid pretty close to what Mahomes makes right now. I'm sure. Um, yeah, that's terrifying, but I try not to think about it too much going into this week because let's just fucking watch the Super Bowl. Agreed. Like I, I started to go down that rabbit hole and I started to think about like, Oh shit, what are they going to do? And like, it doesn't really like, I can't control what they do, but it kind of take from the fan perspective. It like takes away from like enjoying at least this moment right now that we have with this team. And, you know, as a fan, there's no better position to be. They are going to the Super Bowl as the favorite. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how it gets better than that. That's happened once before in their history, just to be clear. And we yeah, weren't, like, we weren't alive for that one. <laughs> right. no, I wasn't. You probably were. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I there is there is. Listen, I could tease it. I don't have to say it if it's going to ruin the Super Bowl for you. But there is one other thing to think about there. What? Um, it's okay. I'm not. I, I'm just. <laughs> I just not spending too much of my own personal time, like thinking about. Well, uh, oh, what are they going to do? Like me and Kenny kind of went through it. <laughs> Like what we what we think they might do, but like I'm not I I can't I can't do that right now. To I, I, and listen, I don't think any good fan should. Yeah. Um, if the Eagles brutalize this team on Sunday, then it's a pretty good argument for not paying a quarterback. Not that kind of money. I know, and I hate that. I hate it. I hate having to start over again. I mean, they won't. No, it's too, it's too, <laughs> we're not going back to quarterback factory. All right. But no, they won't, but you're right though. Like the case is, I mean, obviously as we go through time, the, the, the contracts and the, the amount of money and all this stuff goes higher and higher. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, that's just the way it is. But so you can't say like, oh, he's the highest paid quarterback ever to, you know, win the Super Bowl. Like, obviously, like whoever next year is probably going to be that too. But I guess what I'm saying is like, like you were just talking about the paying the quarterback the huge contract and then still being good enough to make it to the Super Bowl and fucking win. Uh, it doesn't happen. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen again this year, then, you know, uh, it still doesn't happen. And, right. you know, can you build the 
the team, the, the team that the Eagles have right now on offense and defense is so strong. That's the thing. Like the chiefs are not as strong as the, as the Eagles are on defense. The obvious reason being Pat Mahomes. So if he's that good where he can offset the fact that your defense is a little Swiss cheesy, uh, then, then maybe, maybe you can do it. Maybe you can pull it off and maybe that's what he'll, maybe that's what he'll do, but that's what it takes though. He has to be that type of game changing player. And we all know that Mahomes can be that. So it, it's, it's an interesting uh, headline. An interesting future conversation. It is. It is. So from the, from the defensive perspective of the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any part of you and be honest, is there any part of you that thinks that they could possibly shut them down and give up like 17? Um, it's possible, but this is going to go back to like just how football tends to work. And in order for that to happen, they have to go up big early. If you make the Chiefs a one-dimensional football team, then, yeah, you could shut them down. Um, I think the Eagles, as much as everybody wants to rank the you know, Chiefs center ahead of Jalen Hurts. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think there's – I think when you're dealing with a team that has to throw the ball against this defensive line that – what is the third most sacks ever for a defense? I think that is correct. Now they had the extra game, but you know, whatever. It's, right, it's right, the numbers right. are the numbers. Yeah, that's cheating. Um, I know, but yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's still that is. It gives you it gives you at least a, a window into how aggressive this defensive line is, and if you can make them th- have to throw the ball, and Patrick Mahomes is on. Now I said I'm not worried about it, but if it's 80%, that's still 20% that it's not. And you know, now we're talking about you know, CJGJ coming up with a pick. Like, yeah, things can things can get out of hand quickly. Now, that's not my prediction. You asked <laughs> you asked if it was possible, I would say it's possible. Um, but they got to go up big early and that takes uh, a second year, technically third year quarterback, a second year head coach, and uh, a bunch of studs otherwise to start a Super Bowl really fast against a really good team. So, so here's something that I saw, and I, I was, you know, digging through some stats, and um, it caught my eye, and it made me pretty excited about this about this matchup. I think that that our Sorry, that Brandon Graham and Hassan Reddick are going to feast. And I thought that before I saw, you know, what I saw. But then I, I came across these stats on PFF and I was looking at blocking grades and I was looking at, you know, hurries and rushes given up per, per lineman. They actually have it broken down per lineman. Okay. Sure. So on the, on the, on the Eagle side of the ball, um, their most their most pass rushes given up uh, is thirty nine, and is by Mylotta. And he's a tackle, 
And the tackles always usually you would think give up more, give up the most. And he gave up 39. The next was Sayamalo at 22, and that's low. So okay. the offensive line has been ridiculous as far as allowing pressure, right? Now that sure. obviously ha- a lot of that has to do with you know moving the pocket. Hertz is Hertz is very capable, but a pressure still if he if he rolls out because there's a guy in there, that's a pressure. So you know if it's it's the stats are what are what they are. Now mm-hmm. when I came across the chief stats. I was like, oh shit. So our highest was Sayamalo at 39. Their highest was Orlando Brown tackle at 56. And their second? other their other highest was their other tackle at 53. So when I saw tackle tackle. And I know you're saying you don't have to worry about Mahomes' leg. That's fine. But is he 100? No. And if your ends are buzzing, it makes it a lot harder for a guy who's not maybe as mobile as he used to be or is normally, per se. Sure. So I I was excited about that. I was excited to to see these pressures numbers because the interior is better, but they have a guard that gave up 36. And do you do you know what like a league average is? Um, I would. I don't. I don't. Because um, I'm 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 not saying that. I'm concerned that the Eagles are just that good on the offensive line, and those numbers aren't actually all that uh, attackable, if you will. All right. Let's see if I can. I might be able to do it real quick. Uh, at least try to eyeball it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So. I did a thousand snaps minimum. Um, Orlando Brown, the tackle is second in the league at giving up rush uh, oh, pressures. Shit. And Andrew Wiley, the other tackle is t- tied for fifth in the league. So averages right. almost don't <laughs> averages don't even matter there. Damn. Um, which I mean, that's a huge, I haven't heard anybody talk about this at all. Mm-mm. That's a huge situation that the chiefs have going on. Now, obviously you have Kelsey who is a capable, at least she, they're not going to have him blocking, but he's a ch- capable chipper, you know, and you have Pacheco who is actually a decent from what I saw, you know, protector. Um, you know, so they have options, but that fucks things up a little bit. It slows it down a little bit, and it it just it just gives that pass rush even more time to get home. And I don't know. I haven't seen the numbers yet for sacks in the game and you know stuff like this. But uh, I don't know, man. I think this defensive line could have a day. And if they start getting in there, if they get that, if they get those pressures, you know suddenly the under comes into play and it's like you were talking earlier. You're thinking this is a stone over, right? Yeah. What was it? 51 or something. That was lower than that when I saw it, but it could be up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, everybody bets the over for the super bowl. It's just what everybody does, but it is, it's 51. Yeah. 51 is <laughs> a lot of points. It's a lot of points, man. And a lot of super bowls <clears throat> go that way. They do, but I'm just saying it's there. There's, there's st- like hard statistics that show 
you know, there's a there's a crack in that offensive in that offensive armor. Now that same same at the same time, you know, Mahomes did throw for five thousand yards, and you know, Gannon is calling the defensive play still. That has not changed, and you know, Kelsey, you just. The only thing I'll say about Travis Kelsey is you just have to not let it be him. Don't let it be him that beats you game long. Like he, he can't have 150 with two touchdowns. <laughs> you know, he's going to get, he's going to get his, I, I get it. I know, but you just can't let him have that game. You can't let him have, you know, that like a Super Bowl MVP caliber game against I mean- you. <clears throat> I don't know that they're going to... You think that he's a deep target for them? No. So I think if, he's middle, 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 middle target. Like yeah. 25 yards, 20, 25 yards. I okay. think he's, he's there. But I don't know who's going to take up that role... And and listen, like I haven't watched enough Chiefs to really know like where they're going to what they're going to do with Hardman being out. But I know that he was one of their primary deep guys. So... You know, that's a factor, man. I just, I think that, I think you're going to give up a lot of first downs to Travis Kelsey. And that I, creates a problem. <laughs> okay, so let's work through it. What problem? Well, I guess what I mean by that is you give, you keep the ball in the hands of the person that you really don't want it to be in for a longer amount mm-hmm. of time. Okay, I'm going to be Gannon. <laughs> You, you be Dave. Uh, yeah, but if they're not like gashiness and they're not getting the ball over the top, then like mm-hmm. it maximizes our amount of times that we could get to the quarterback and maximizes the amount of times that, you know, we could pick a ball off or we could get a fumble or whatever the case might be. That's true. But if you, if you're going to give up a lot of first downs to Travis Kelsey, why would you be successful in the red zone? Oh, well, because then you're not, you don't have a field to cover. You're playing. So you can be tight. Yeah. When necessary, we're good, tight. This is just what we see out of Gannon. And I think you're going to see more of it. I think you're going to give up the idea. So you're going to have, you're going to have that loose ish defense down to like the 30 yard line and then, and then see what, see where it goes from there. I think so. I think so. And, and I, I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. The question is, I, I I really am curious about what Andy Andy's plan is. You, we know, we all know what Andy likes to come out in these games and do. He will he will run play action on the first play, roll Mahomes <laughs> out to show everybody that his ankle's <laughs> fine, and throw <laughs> yeah. the ball eighty yards. Like <laughs> right, right. Um, you can't give that play up because if you do, you're you're in a lot of trouble. Um. But I don't think they do. That's not what this team does. And, um, you know, if you get to a point where you can force a turnover or two, your offense doesn't turn the ball over, you know, it's important. You know, I I think we lose sight of this a little bit. And and as fans, it's easy to do, right? Half of us are like, you know, either drunk or at the game or drunk at the game. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know, we're there's just this loss of perception, especially with time. This team, like, has 
done the same, has done some of the same things and some different things all year. And I'm not sure that there's, you're talking, you're pissing me off. You're talking, you're talking me into like calling a blowout here because I'm fucking starting to really believe this shit. But I know I, I, God, the way that they play defense is not going to change. And this is a team over the fir- over the course of the first before they had a defensive line over the over the course of the first 10 weeks of the season was setting a record for turnovers for takeaways like that some of that is luck some of that is this team is dangerous and yep. if you can keep I, this sounds crazy but if you can keep that offense on the field and they can't just fuck you up in, in in by bombing the ball on you, you got a chance in this game with those tackles that you're talking about to to get a couple turnovers. And if you get a couple turnovers and your offense doesn't turn over the ball because they haven't all year, you should win. Well, CJ GJ uh, tied for the most interceptions in the league. I think I saw. I was looking that up, and yeah, and he played what. 13 games, 14 games. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, the Eagles have four players with double-digit sacks. The next closest in the league is two. And, you know, like it just goes on and on. The list just goes boom, 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 boom. Reddick had more sacks than Bosa. Like, the list just goes and just goes. But we were talking about Kelsey. And I wanted to, I wanted to give you these because I, I found them pretty quick. So, Kelsey, we we're talking about depth of target and stuff like that. He mm-hmm. was number one among these are going to be, these rankings are going to be based on tight ends. He was number one ranked in short targets. That's zero to nine. He had 104 mm-hmm. short targets for 83 catches. Um, he was 83 catches within 10 yards. That's fucking 80, wild. How many catches did he have all year? Okay. I, oh, exactly. 83 catches, right? Um, Intermediate, 10 to 10 to 19 yards. Mm-hmm. He had he was second in the league amongst tight ends. 40 targets, 27 catches. That's a completion of 67 and a half percent. That's that's high. Yeah. So so he's getting open to not, not only at the sticks, but like beyond them, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you go to deep, not not a factor. He he has 12 targets. He's only caught three of them. And he's got a drop percentage of 25%. So he's not making the play beyond 20. Um, you stick someone on him one-on-one? I really might. And I don't think anyone plays him that way, ever. Because they can't. I think the Eagles can. They could try it. They got to try it, right? Who's your guy, CJGJ? I think it is. Dude, do you know how pissed off Travis Kelsey is going to be by the end of the game if he's playing against that maniac? I know, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, I really think they could put CJ GJ on him and just and just say, all right, let's go. Let's ha- let's go. Let's do this. You know, like I really think they could. I don't know if he'll do it. I don't know. I don't know. That's not his I don't style. Know. I I would be shocked. It's not. It's not his style. <laughs> um, it's not even his style to play that much man, he likes to mix it up and he actually likes to do like that cloaky type D where it's like some man, some zone, you know what I mean? But, yeah. um, he, 
if if they did something like that, it could at least, I mean, dude, like you said, 84 catches, <laughs> 83, sorry, 83 catches. The next highest in the league was 67 among tight ends. Yeah, his inside of 10 yards catches is probably like top five in the league for catches, period. Plus you add the other catches. It's it's actually number one. Nobody else has among all receivers. Number one. Oh, oh, okay. In that in that zone. I got you. Was was zero to nine. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) you know, if he if you're gonna let him do it, I don't I don't know how and I I don't know their scheme like all in and out like that, you know, but I don't know how you let them do it. And then you suddenly don't let them do it with, um, with a guy like that, with a guy like that. I mean, you use two guys like that, two guys like that. You're literally playing against the best quarterback possible and the best tight end possible. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Uh huh. Against a bend. Don't break defense. That is basically designed to let, let teams get, Less than 10 yards. Um, listen, I I think that. I th- Unless the pass rush gets home. All right. If we're if we're doing let's I don't want to make this a let's look up numbers all night, but I do have one more for you because I'm curious. Okay, well, why not? We're there. Let's go. Yeah. Give me give me Eagles red zone defense since since you say they can't do it. Well, what uh, what do you like? What statistic are you looking for? Conversion rate, touchdowns. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. Um, because my guess there is that mm-hmm. you'll see a significant. I, my guess is that the Eagles in that spot are a uh, top five defense. Top five defense on like touchdown conversion in in the red in the red zone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely. I will definitely look it up. All right. Um, so, so you, you mentioned this, um, you mentioned this while I was talking. So you, you may be, you may be starting to see the, the pathway to, to a little bit of a, a situation for the chiefs, huh? Um, yeah, I don't. Okay. So there's this, um, when you when you start to like look at a game, and and I'll be honest with you, I don't do this a lot anymore. When I was a kid, my dad had this uh, this pick 'em pool. We had to pick the spreads, and I yeah. would spend like a few hours a week picking these pick 'em pools. I had I've had three weeks in my history where I've picked. I don't think it was ever sixteen games. It was like during the bye weeks, but I've picked fourteen games correct like three times in my life. All 14 in a given week. It's like an impossible thing to do. Um, yeah, it is. So I used to spend time on this. There's a, there's like a, a little bit of a um, phenomenon that happens in, in, in certain games. And it, it kind of helps when there's more people paying attention to it. The only thing that detracts from what I'm about to say is that the Eagles are one and a half point favorites. That might be an Eagles line at the end of the day. Um, when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, and you already talked about the talking point, it's Mahomes and Hurts. Well, yeah, 
But one of those quarterbacks is making a ton of money and his roster is not the same because of it. And then you start looking at what this Eagles team looks like. And granted, you could say that from a statistical standpoint, the Chiefs offense is better. Okay. They're pretty close. The Eagles, we've already talked about how the Eagles take their foot off the gas. So are we, we don't really know. That's not, statistics only take you so far with that. Look at these defenses. The Eagles defense is not <laughs> the Chiefs defense. These, no, it's not are, even close. No, no. These are very different teams when it comes to that. And what's the old saying? Um, defense wins championships. I've heard that one before. Yeah. I have. I have heard that. Listen, one. I'm a believer in that. I've always been a believer in that. Um, so, so do you want these? Do you want these red zone scoring percentage I numbers? It. I would love it. All right. You're, wait, you're waiting with bated breath. All right. Now, mm-hmm. listen. So the Eagles, um, this year, they are 11th in the league in red zone scoring percentage, uh, 53.57%. So, and that's, this is touchdown only. I'm not, this is not including field goals. This is touchdown only, um, 53.5. Okay. You want to take a stab at where the chiefs are? Oh, geez. (laughs) Red zone um, scoring percentage. I'll say they're 26th. <laughs> the 30th. Yeah, dude. They're 30th at a 65.5%. So they're giving up a TD almost 10% more of the time than the Eagles defense when what, they're in the red zone. What day do you think the parade's going to be? <laughs> it's Thursday. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> oh, it's already Thursday. <laughs> It was Thursday last time. It makes sense. Um, I did. I saw, I saw Thursday. I, I just, every corner, every corner. Now the one thing, the one thing that I will say about the Eagles defense red zone percentages are that in the last three games, which includes a bullshit one, mm-hmm. they're 66%. It includes a bullshit one. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. The real number is the season 53 and a half. And that says something that's a, that's a, that's a number. It's a good number. Um, I just, every corner, man, everywhere you look, it's like the Eagles are better. The Eagles are better. The Eagles are better. Okay. Mahomes is better. Okay. Kelsey is better. Marginally. Marginally better. Right. But tight ends don't play tight ends. So, so I guess what I'm, what I'm saying by better is like Mahomes is Mahomes better than the Eagles secondary. (laughs) Probably he's the best quarterback. So, I mean, you got to say yes until they beat him. Right. Edge goes to the quarterback. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, And same thing with the tight end. Like, I, okay. You know, I'll give them the edge there, but that offensive line, man, I'm telling you the thing that unlocked it for me was when I found, when I saw those offensive line numbers, man, it just, it just screams like a five or six sack game and the, and the chiefs have to grind it. And can they still beat them grinding it? Yeah. Because, because listen, man, the Eagles are, they have a young coaching staff, something, you know, we talked about Andy Reed making mistakes with timeouts or a flag, uh, a challenge flag. Listen, man, Nick Sirianni could do the same thing. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I hope not, but it's possible. 
I just, I just, everywhere I look, man, I, I see the Eagles winning this game by, by two touchdowns. This is a 10 to 14 point victory for the Eagles. And I don't even believe I'm saying that. But so I where it. were you? Where were you a week and a half ago? Uh, on like on if what? they could win and yeah, by how much the, the Chiefs win the football game. You you go, OK, Eagles Chiefs. What are you thinking? As soon as I as soon as it was locked in, as soon as I saw that the Chiefs won, I started thinking about it. I'm like, I think that the Eagles could win this by a touchdown, maybe maybe less. Okay. I've seen statistics. I've seen what I've seen. I, I, <laughs> I just think that this defense can possibly put down a legendary fucking smack on Sunday. I really do. And that is enough. That could be enough to give the offense, you know, room or is the offense going to score 40? I don't, I don't know. They can, they fucking can. They have, And that's the craziest yeah. part. Like they can, they could, they could win a shootout on Sunday if they had to like every angle I look at, I believe that the Eagles are better and can do it. Uh, do you see it the same way? <clears throat> uh, no, are you afraid to say it? Are you afraid to like say okay, that out loud? No, no. Is no. it like a, it, like no, a I, karma thing? No, I can say it. And, and listen, I, you know, we're, I'm assuming we're going to get to the end of this podcast and we're going to make our picks. Um, we will. Yeah. Um, we're almost there. We're already an hour in. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. Time goes fast when you're having fun. Uh, <laughs> so I, it's not a problem saying it out loud. I'm going to say it out loud. Um, we talked about the last time that the Eagles were favored in a Super Bowl, And we did. I, I have spent enough time with my dad um, to know. Now, this is not the same team. I don't want to be that guy behind me at the Cowboys game. (laughs) But um, just because you're favored and just because all signs point in the right direction doesn't mean you win the game. And that's the thing that I'm worried about. I'm not worried about saying it. I'm not worried about jinxing it. I'm not. The, the signs point to the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Um, it just doesn't always go with the signs. You know, the, the, we should know that better than anybody. Does that, does that like actually worry you at all the, the spread or you don't, or you don't factor that in when you think about whether or not they're going to win? Um, no, I don't factor the spread in as to, as to whether they're going to win. I think that, you know, there's different ways to 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 look at the the way this. I mean, we're looking at the public betting on the Eagles, right? It started as as like basically a pick. Public bets on the Eagles line moves a little bit. Is it still one and a half? It is. Yeah. Um, so it hasn't really moved a whole lot since that first night that it came out. Um, <laughs> Look, I I don't I don't think it's a one and a half point game. I don't. And you can have Patrick Mahomes all you want. The Eagles are a better football team. And I didn't come 
I didn't come here. I did. So I picked with my client earlier today. We each picked the Super Bowl score. We we yep. have my my little buddy. We we go. We do that. Yeah. Um, I picked them to win. I picked them to win a relatively close game. I don't. Um, you've convinced me. I don't know what I'm supposed to say here. Like, I I I've asked questions. You've had answers, and I. I'm going to be devastated on Sunday. Dude, I'll, I'll never forget in 04. Um, I actually watched that one with, with a bunch of people and that I don't do that anymore. I don't watch the Super Bowl with a bunch of people anymore. That's, that's probably partly because I was scarred for life that day, but yeah, I, I'll never forget that feeling in 04 sitting on the couch next to my buddies and just looking at staring at the TV and just not say, we didn't say a word for, I don't even know how long it was. We just, we didn't talk. We just looked at the TV and that, that was the worst. That was the fucking worst, man. So and, go ahead. no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I have, um, I mean, my equivalent for that is the bucks game. Yes. Very similar. Yeah. Well, same exact. It was almost the same feel, right? Um, so that's probably why I don't like to watch the game with a lot of people. <laughs> uh, but I just, man, I wanted to give you, I wanted to give you before we go too far into wrapping this up, I wanted to give you another stat okay. and it has to do with the over on uh, the favorite versus the underdog uh, in the Super Bowl. Okay. And, yeah, what does this mean? I don't go, know. Ruin but my it, but it's, go ahead. But it's what it is, right? <laughs> so, so in the past, Six Super Bowls. Okay, so this is going back to the Super Bowl, New England versus Atlanta, and we all know what happened in that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, the favorite is four and two. Okay? That's about right. Yeah, pretty split, right? The one, two, three, four, five before that, all underdogs. All five, all five. <laughs> so, like, if you're a, if you are a trend person and you look at this type of shit and think that this decides how things go, which I am not, I think I that yeah, I'm not either. I think that trends are stupid. Uh, I think that they have nothing to do with pro- like current times. Almost, almost in every capacity of the word trend. Um, <clears throat> You know, unless it's a statistically repeatable situation, like a like economics or something, you know, sport trends mean nothing because the the players are different, the situations are different, they're playing different teams, they're play- the whole thing is fucking different, and you know, so like if I just wanted to look this up because we were talking about this trend the, or the trends earlier, like who favorite versus underdog in the Super Bowl. Does it give the Eagles an edge that they're the favorite? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Um, you know, so uh, I just wanted to I wanted to bring that in. Yeah. Fast before we wrap this up. <clears throat> um well that's a that's a little scary. But again, when you go back to the trends thing, I I think that the so I'm a big like um actual stat guy, not like football stat, but like how how numbers and and things actually work in the real world and when you look at that my assumption from like a very from like an educated standpoint 
this is a guess. I'm not saying I'm educated. I'm saying that I think <laughs> the educated people would say that um, that those numbers are completely independent and they have no effect on each other. I don't know why there are a lot of betters that follow those things. And every time I hear one, I'm like, fucking end. Um, yeah. Right. But the Eagles uh, are the Eagles are ten and one at home when the temperature is forty three uh, degrees and the right. uh, it's sunny outside. Right. Okay, okay. What the fuck does that matter? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I don't, <laughs> I don't buy that either. But you know, we are hedging into like um, Homer territory here. We just don't think there's a chance the Eagles can lose. So let's fucking I, go. right. And uh, so, like, <laughs> dude, like, so before this podcast, before like, I knew Tuesday, I knew this was coming. Like, I've been thinking about this for a week. <sighs> And I, I've been thinking about it and I'm like, is there any way that I could even play devil's advocate and, and like talk about the, like them, the pathway to losing. I, I think the pathway to losing is very clear. The pathway to losing is Mahomes. <laughs> That's the pathway. Like Mahomes, Mahomes beats you. Do, do you beat yourself? Man, if no. that's what happens, that's that's going to be even tougher. Swallow if if Hertz throws up 110 with three interceptions, and you know somebody has a fumble. Like if that's if that's how they lose, that's going to hurt extra because that's not who they are. But uh, well, not so that I'm saying team. there's no evidence of that. Like I guess everybody has a bad Sunday, and you got a you got a, a brand new, very young quarterback. This kid's going to be like he's like 24. He's like. Less than 24 and a half. Yeah. And apparently um, he's not even a top 10 player in the game. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Um, he does have this, like, so I have, a, I have a legitimate question that I've been, that was actually the first thing on my list here. The, it's the Hertz question. So the Hertz question for me, uh, and I think it drives some of this other stuff is Hertz wears a Michael Jordan shirt when he comes back. Um, Nick Sirianni's talking about Michael Jordan, you know, when he's talking about what he brings to the table for this team. Um, is there a chance that he's, that he's that guy? There's do you think, chance, right? do you think he's that guy? <sighs> I don't know yet. Cause that's, this is the way that guy would look right. That guy would also come out on Sunday and fucking tear just apart. Be lethal. Just be lethal. Right. Tear apart this chief's defense in so, whatever way that is. Like if he has a hundred yards rushing or if he throws for three fifty, whatever, whatever you, you, you're spot on, you're spot on. And this is what I was, I was actually talking about this with Gordy today a little bit because we were talking about LeBron James. LeBron James is on the is on the cusp of the scoring that the, the, the you know time. being the exactly all time leader. And you know we we got to talking about it a little bit. And I'm not going to take this to basketball, but uh, but it, it it came around to MJ, and uh, MJ was an assassin, dude. Like he he just was. There was nothing he couldn't do. That I just got goosebumps even thinking about that fucking that shot that he hit. Like it's just ridiculous. And man, to to even think about the fact that <laughs> to even think about that is wild. And for and if he is that guy, for him to have landed in Philadelphia 
is even more wild yet. Right. So you trade them for a few draft picks and you move along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Like there's so a think about how, zero possibility that he is that guy. And that's sure. I agree with that. I agree with that. And there's also a non-zero possibility that it's Pat Mahomes and he comes out Sunday and is lethal against the greatest defense, maybe in this decade or in the past decade. Okay. Let's not, let's not go to buddy Ryan. No, 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 no. (laughs) Listen, I'm just saying like in the past. Yeah. Jim Johnson, Jim Johnson, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting that they're playing each other. It's interesting. The parallels that they are, are between the two are interesting. Um, you know, Hertz does not have Mahomes' arm. Um, but I don't know if it matters. <laughs> and why not? And, and, and I'm looking forward to this game, man. I know. I know. Listen, yeah. Let's not keep going. I don't want to talk about Hertz contract because it's a whole different thing. But <laughs> yeah, no, this don't is- worry. Listen, you can come in. You can come in after after the Super Bowl and after the dust settles. You know, whatever happens, happens, and we talk about free agency and the contract and all that. You know, we can we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. Um, yeah, I think uh, you know for the second time tonight, we are extremely fortunate. We're about to watch you know an, a great Super Bowl. I think and. Um, we're going to watch two guys who are at the, the top of the game right now. Um, and we're going to watch two teams that are constructed differently. And we're going to find out a lot about not just these two teams and the guys on the field. We're going to find out a lot about the NFL and, you know, where the future of this league is headed. And uh, that's pretty special. You know, there aren't, there aren't too many times where I can say like, well, I'm ever in my life going to say that 2017 was, was special. Um, but, but man, would I love to be in Arizona in, in a few days? I mean, yeah, I mean, you did see him win. So yeah, we're not taking that back. No, that doesn't but, come, that doesn't come off the belt. No, but it's, but I, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel like I'm missing out on Sunday because that game in that environment is going to be an amazing thing. Well, having been to a Super Bowl and having been to a winning Super Bowl, which is even crazier, you know, I can't imagine this is this. I didn't even think about that. We should have talked about that. You know, we should have talked about this. Uh, You, this is the first time that you're obviously seeing the Eagles in the Super Bowl again, since being at the Super Bowl when they fucking won it. I'll do you one better. This is my first time watching the Eagles in the Super Bowl on TV. Really? See, that's even extra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was lucky enough. My dad took me when I was like 18 to Jacksonville. So you're so you're in Jacksonville. So you so you've been to two of the three lifetime Super Bowls of the Eagles, and this is the first time that you're literally ever watching them on TV in the Super Bowl. Correct. That's why that's that's a wild that's a wild statistic, honestly. Yeah. And and listen really fucking lucky. I also spent way more than I should have last time. They weren't sure. going to convince me to spend 10 grand this time, but, um, but yeah, it's going to be, I'm sure for me, a surreal feeling to, to see an NFL super bowl broadcast with my team <laughs> playing. That's going to be weird. 
That is pretty crazy, man. I don't, I don't know if I I don't know if I know anybody else that is in that boat. It's pretty cool. Like, it's cool, but it's also tough because that's tough. Like I I have no idea what it's like to be at a Super Bowl. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Like the the uh, the energy is probably like a World Series game, but times ten. Mm. It's probably similar. It's probably similar. I would it's, say, but you know what? I don't know because it's not. Close, and this might babe. be. It's not close. It's corporate. So not really. That's what I was just going to say. I was just going to say it might not even be that because it's not a home game. So that's a good point. Listen, when you walk into that stadium for the Super Bowl, you feel like you're <laughs> one of. You're not supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm about to. Right, exactly. Yeah. You're one of, you know, in Minnesota, it was like <laughs> 70,000 people. You're one of 70,000 people in a stadium where billions of people are watching. Like, yeah, that's a nutty wild. thing. I know, um, yeah. It is not a raucous environment. It's fun. You're high-fiving people you don't know. Um, yeah. You're at the fucking Super Bowl. But... It doesn't compare to a Phillies World Series game, yeah. but I, I guess for, for to win one. So you, it's crazy. You've you've experienced the loss and the win, right? Like, mm-hmm. like uh, that's just it's just wild. It blows my mind. I did not know that. <laughs> so cool. that's it's cool. The um, I'll 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 give you two little things here. My dad's been to all three in his lifetime. Okay, so he was at the he was at the one at the uh, in New Orleans Superdome. Yeah, yeah. So this will also be his. My dad, first my dad was at that game too. Okay, nice. Um, that said, the feeling of winning a Super Bowl when you're there is one of the most interesting things to describe, because the party immediately, very quickly, goes from Minneapolis, Minnesota, to. Broad Street in Philadelphia, and you're not there. Yeah. You can't be there. You couldn't even decide to go there. Right. So um, things are probably going to be a little different on Sunday. I don't think I'm going to get down to Broad Street, though that Sunday, six years ago, uh, I was like, one day when they win, I'll be there because it's the opposite of being in the stadium. It's the, it's the just jubilation with all the people, everybody. Right. right. And that's at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And that's how it was. That's actually how it was. I kind of experienced that a little bit in 08 when the, when the Phil's won, uh, uh, because we were in Maniunk watching that and it was just like, you just being with everybody, just cheering and just yelling yep. and shit. It just, there's nothing like it. It's a very weird, it's a very weird thing to explain to someone who's not a sports fan mm-hmm. or who's. Or even if you're just a casual sports fan, you're like, why the fuck are you outside at, you know, whatever time just yelling with other people because you won? It's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. It's not weird. It's awesome. And yeah. I, don't, I don't really know, you know, what that is, but it's fucking cool, man. Yep. It's cool to share. You just share that uh, that euphoria with everybody, and it just feels that much better it's if always, that's even possible. It's always about sharing it. 100%. It's the ultimate like fan fan experiences, you know, sharing sharing that with everybody. That is the one thing that sucks, not sucks, but that's the one thing that that you give up with when you watch the Super Bowl with a small a uh, crowd. If you do win, you know, the 
the celebration is is small right. <laughs> because it's you know it's what it's what it is. Yeah, um, I um I basically uh, promised uh I promised Kenny who could have been at that Super Bowl in 2017 that the next one would be with him. So that's the plan. Kenny will, and and the plan is for Kenny to supposedly make it back in time. I was fucking with him. And I told him <laughs> that there was a snowstorm that was going to happen on Sunday. How did he handle that? Um, <laughs> he didn't text back for a little bit, so he's probably checking the weather app to know if I was wrong or not. I'm sure he uh, was hiking and checking out waterfalls in Maui. Is what he yeah, was doing. he was jumping off of a cliff while he while he was reading the weather report for Newark, New Jersey. Kenny's supposed to land in Newark, I think, around 12 on Sunday. So that's a little tight, man. You get you get like one one flight delay coming across the country and it gets a little dicey. Yeah, because God knows they're not flying from uh Hawaii to Newark. So no, they're not. Aren't they going to I think they're going to like Arizona or some shit. No, not Arizona. He should stop off. <laughs> If, if I think gets, it was. I think I think they're in Arizona. Dude, if he gets stuck in Arizona, he just needs to leave the airport, worry about the plane later. <laughs> I think that's literally his plan. Like if yeah. like if worst worst case scenario. Um so yeah, man. I let's go. Let's do prediction time. So <clears throat> my official my official thoughts on that are and you know, putting the Homer Homer stuff aside, like obviously I'm an Eagles fan. Do I think that the Chiefs can win this game? 100% yes. Um, but if for for me, the prediction is Eagles by 10. And I'm thinking it's probably 37-27 in that range. 38-28. I think the Eagles score 30. Well, let's take... You gotta, you gotta give us an actual score here. Not like, give me a range. Come on. Okay. Okay, uh, 34-24 Eagles. 34-24 Eagles. And, you know, I do think that the Eagles will score 30. Um, if they don't, if if they don't, maybe I'll say this too, because that is my prediction, 34-24. If the Eagles don't score 30, I think they lose. So I guess um, I guess that means I like the over. <laughs> yeah, so you just went against everything that you said in the podcast. That's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because your other point is that the Eagles' defense is going to fucking crush. <laughs> 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 All right, so. <laughs> I, I'm 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 kind of being nice by giving the Chiefs 24. I, I don't even know if they'll score that many. Well, be bold, my man. All right. So, uh, my okay. So uh, that's my prediction. My bold prediction would be that the Eagles win this game going away. And it's it's like it's a it's a third quarter. We already know we won the Super Bowl, and just like the rest of the season. We we go through we go through the almost the most of the game just feeling completely comfortable, completely happily ha- happy, and and just feeling the win the entire time. It's never in doubt, and they win thirty seven to ten. Listen, I would love that, and I hope that happens. Um, it's like a five percent chance. Yeah, it's fine. I'll take it. Um, 
So you're not going to believe this, but uh, remember I said that I picked with my with my client earlier today. Um, I had written down a score. I wrote write down the score, and then I ask him, and then I show him what I wrote down. And so um, I was kind of batting around some scores, and you've really convinced me that I, th- I do think the Eagles win this game, and I do think there's a chance that it's more comfortable than we think it's going to be. Um, when he told me his score, his score was also 34 to 24. Oh, okay. And so, uh, I'm not changing mine then the score that I gave him and the score that I will give you is 34, 31 birds, 34, 31. Okay. And, and listen, it could be, they could win by one. I don't give a shit. No. I want them to win, obviously. Like, my heart is with the birds always and forever. But, like I said, can I see them losing the game? Absolutely. Like, for every reason that you could name. Jalen Hurts is young. Our coaching staff is young. Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the NFL. Like you could just keep going. Andy Reid is one of the greatest coaches of probably of all time in in the NFL. So you can just list boom, 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 all these things for the reason why the Eagles won't win the Super Bowl on Sunday. But in this game, in this one game, I see so many reasons that they do. And that's where I'm at. I love it. Fucking in. (laughs) I'm going to be really hard to handle if they win another Super Bowl. <laughs> but just think now we could have like dual gifs of like, we could have dual gifs of like Mahomes or uh, Hertz and, and Foles like hold, mm-hmm. holding this, holding the trophy. And then we could like post it on every cowboy we run into and we don't have to like, exactly. we don't even have to talk. And the background can be like the Jerry Jones picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The one where he's really racist. Um, exactly. <laughs> um, so a little known fact, because um, I disagree completely with Kenny and I have to listen to him say it every week. And you probably agree with Kenny, which is fine. But uh, did you know that um, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year, they will have as many rings as the Cowboys? If they win. Yeah. Okay. If they Uh-oh. win. Oh boy. Oh yeah. That's my next talking point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if there's much else to say other than go birds, go birds, go birds. I think they get it done. I really do. I'm a believer. It's hard not to be. It's hard not to be. It's hard not to be. I, I just, I like, yeah, we laid it out, man. We laid it out. We, I, tch, everything that I see, um, I just, I, I, I feel it's going to happen, man. I think we might be celebrating a Super Bowl. We'll see. Indeed. We'll see. Hey, man, thanks for coming in and filling out, filling in for Kenny. Uh, it was awesome having you in again. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. And obviously, um, after the Super Bowl happens, we will have the fallout, whether good or bad, whatever. Um, we're going to do a nice little post posty on the, on the Eagles and you know, whether they win or not, we're doing it. 
Um, so, you know, if you want to join in, that'd be great. And um, then we can start getting into the nuts and bolts of the contracts and who should stay, who, who can go, and yada, yada, yada. But for now, it's go, Birds. Win this Super Bowl. Again. Bring it back to broad. Again. Again. Give us a parade. Again. Again. Woo! Let's go. Go, Birds, baby. Go, Birds.